I'm Aubrey Henderson. I'm a recovering people pleaser turned self-worth coach, here to help you befriend your inner critic, break up with people pleasing, and reconnect with your desire. Every week, I share my answers to your questions, live coaching sessions, interviews, and more to help you reconnect with your self-worth. Have you ever felt stuck in your life and just needed a really fucking good pep talk? Well, babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Ask Aubrey. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, babes. Welcome to a new year, to a new podcast episode. I'm so excited to be recording this right now. Um, it was. It has been really lovely to be able to take the last month or so to first, you know, reshare some of my favorite episodes from the past year, um, and then also take a couple of weeks off from sharing podcast episodes to, you know, celebrate the holidays. Um, my family and I actually moved into a new apartment and have been kind of getting settled here. And so, you know, it's been a busy time. It's been nice to have the little pause, but I... I don't know about you, but I'm somebody who really, um, how do I say this, really requires a routine to feel sane. And being out of my routine, and whether that's because, you know, my kids are out of school, I, you know, have taken a pause from seeing clients, from producing this podcast, from a lot of my writing, um, you know, because we've moved completely into a new home. And so there's this kind of like, I feel a little bit unmoored right now. I'm kind of like just adrift. Um, and so getting back into things that are my normal routine, including getting to record this podcast, um, are really comforts to me as I, you know, look ahead at this new year and kind of recalibrate and reset and get ready to you know, actually step into this new year in a real way and, you know, in a way that I feel excited about. And so that's just my reflection there on how glad I am to be talking to you right now. And, you know, given that it is this time of year, this is the perfect time to get started on a series that I have been cooking up for a minute that I'm really excited about and that we'll kick off with this episode. And so, you know, kind of the inspiration for this came from, you know, an image that I shared, just like a, a quote graphic that I shared on Instagram that a lot of people really responded to and that I really liked. And I say I really liked it and I did. I can't for the life of me remember what the full text of that post was, but um it, it was something to the effect of like, it's not your job to blank. And I loved that framing because I think it speaks to something that we as humans in general so often do, which is to take responsibility for shit that is not ours to be responsible for. And we take responsibility for it and we, we treat it as if it is our sole responsibility, as if it's our job to make sure that that thing gets done, when in reality, it's not at all. And often, no one has directly assigned it to us either. It, you know, there are kind of ways that we subtly learn that that it must be our job or that other people aren't doing it. So we kind of take on the responsibility for it when really it belongs to someone else. 
And so I was really interested in this phenomenon. So I, you know, did as I often do and took to Instagram and I asked you all, you know, what are some things that you either are unlearning actively now or that you have had to unlearn or that you would hope someone else could unlearn um, that you have kind of learned is your job, but you want to unlearn that. Like it's something that is not your job or that you should not have to be responsible for. And, you know, collected responses from a bunch of folks and kind of drew out some themes. And that is actually the inspiration behind this series. And so each episode, we are going to talk about something that is not your responsibility, that is not yours to carry, that is not your job. And so today, I thought it would be fitting as we are still very much in the like new year, new you moment and the the time of New Year's resolutions and all of those things, right? is something that, you know, was an overwhelming majority of responses in, you know, when I pose this question on Instagram, what's something that's not your job that you're having to unlearn because you've taken it on as being your job? And something that, and I think even the original post that I shared may have alluded to this, if I'm remembering correctly. But it's this idea that, you know, we are taught that it's our job to prove ourselves, to prove our worthiness, to prove our basic inherent goodness, our lovability, our enoughness, right? That that it's our job to prove that and demonstrate that over and over so other people will believe it and see it. It's actually not. And I'll talk to you more about why, but I am asserting that it is not your job to prove that you are worthy. It's not your job to prove that you are good, that you are lovable, that you are enough. It's not your job. And I think this is timely in a new year when, you know, people are like fresh on the heels of whatever New Year's resolution or New Year intention that they set. And just to be clear, I'm not a New Year's resolution hater. If you have resolutions you are working toward, if you set intentions for a new year, if you have a goal setting process that comes for you around this time of year as you look to the year ahead, that's rad. I love that for you. And I don't want to take that away from you. Um, And so I just want to be absolutely crystal clear about that. I've been having conversations with like many of my friends about this right now. And I have folks kind of in my life uh, along a very big spectrum from like, fuck yeah, New Year's resolutions. Like I've got a whole like action plan vision cast for my year to like people who are like, fuck New Year's, fuck New Year's resolutions. This shit is stupid. Don't tell me I have to set goals just because it's January 1st. So like I, I love you all wherever you fall on that spectrum. But You know, I think when we think about this idea of having to prove our worthiness and feeling like feeling like we've learned that it's our job to prove our goodness, our worthiness, that we're enough, right, that we're lovable, that we, you know, deserve love and affection and attention and care, 
this is kind of a perfect illustration of that. If you think about, and I, I always think about, and I think, you know, this is largely based on my gender socialization, the fact that I am a fat person, all of these things. I always think about weight loss goals around New Year's. That's like, that is what my brain is socialized to be like, oh, this is when everybody's going to talk about all the weight they want to lose or the fucking diet they want to go on. And that shit is not for me. Um, Again, if it's for you, that's great. I hope that you are doing that in a way that is affirming of your worth and your body, no matter what size it is, and that you are doing things that are kind and not harmful to yourself. Just my small PSA about that. But I think what we so often do is we will set these goals. And I think weight loss is a really interesting and clear one because we'll set these goals that are kind of arbitrary. And unless you're like, my physician has told me that I should lose about 12 pounds. And then at that point in time, I, you know, may see reduction in this health problem of mine, in which case I can, I guess I can see like, okay, there's like a direct correlation to a specific number. But often I feel like people will kind of pull a number out of thin air or they'll say like, okay, this is the weight I want to be because I like look at a picture of myself when I was that weight and I, I liked how I looked and will choose kind of an arbitrary target. And what then happens is that we tell ourselves this story that's not about really about that number at all, but it's this story that we tell ourselves about what's going to happen when we hit that goal. What's going to happen and what's suddenly going to be true when we meet that goal. And I think we all have this, whether or not, I mean, the weight loss example may not apply to you. That's fine. Think about a goal that you've had in your life, whether it's a New Year's resolution or not, like something that you've really wanted to do, whether it's, you know, it could be losing weight. It could be getting a dream job that you really wanted to get, like the perfect job or promotion or a raise. It could be getting into a relationship or getting married or, you know, getting pregnant or becoming a parent. Um, It could be you know, moving to a city you're excited to move to. Any like big thing that you, that felt important to you that you wanted to do, right? Getting a degree, whatever. Often what we are chasing when we are going after that goal is not just the goal. And often it's, it's also the goal. I mean, all of those things are great. They're, they're big life events that often can be rewarding and enriching and all those things. That's not to diminish that, but we're chasing a feeling And there's a story underneath it that we're telling ourselves of what will be true when we hit that benchmark. Ask Aubrey is supported by Eliza and Wild. Eliza and Wild creates all natural, high potency CBD products designed to give you targeted everyday self-care inside and out. Their ingestible and topical CBD products are consciously designed with all natural and intentionally sourced ingredients and fully recyclable packaging. So it's good for you and for the earth. And y'all, Eliza and Wild literally does not have a single product that I don't love. I have them all and everything smells and tastes incredible and is made with ingredients that I can feel good about putting on and in my body. I take the CBD and MCT oil drops daily, and they help me to really keep my anxiety and my tension under control. And they also have a line of amazing CBD topical products 
including this lip balm that I am truly obsessed with. And like, did you know that CBD actually has anti-inflammatory properties when you apply it directly to your skin? Because I didn't until I started to use this lip balm and it is changing my life. And also it smells amazing, which we all know is really important. And I know that you're gonna love these products just as much as I do. So when you grab yours at elizaandwild.com, you can use the promo code Aubrey15 at checkout for 15% off your order. That's elizaandwild.com, E-L-I-Z-A-A-N-D-W-Y-L-D.com. And make sure to use code Aubrey15, that's A-U-B-R-E-E-1-5, for 15% off. So what we've then actually done is we have positioned our goal as being between us right now, where we are right now, and our worthiness, which we see as being on the other side. Our goal is actually in the middle. It's once I get through this thing, once I accomplish this thing, once I complete this thing, once I do this thing, I will have proven that I am deserving of love. I will have proven that I am good enough once I do this thing. And so it puts an immense amount of pressure on the goal. Just a bananas amount of of pressure on that goal to be kind of the end all be all. Well, you know, once I once I do this, I'm going to I'm going to be fixed. It's going to fix everything. And it's not just a sense of, you know, I I will be worthy when I do this, but it's also often externalized. I will prove to everyone that, you know, they were wrong about me or I really am deserving of love. I'll prove to everybody once I once I've lost this weight that, you know, I I deserve to be in a relationship or, you know, I deserve to be happy. And so what happens then is sometimes we don't meet the goal. And so that is a way that we then reinforce the narratives often we have about ourselves that were failures, that we, you know, we just can't meet the goal and that's why we're not happy is because it's of our own doing and all of these, you know, terrible ways that we speak to ourselves. Or sometimes even worse, we do meet the goal and we still struggle with our self-worth. Surprise! You still are likely going to struggle Because what you've done is, yes, you have accomplished a goal. And often, yes, that will give you at least hopefully a short-lived sense of fulfillment of, hell yeah, I was able to set my mind to something and do it. But what that doesn't take away is sort of the inner experience of a a deep-seated belief that you're not worthy. And that wasn't, I mean, that's not something that you've invented by yourself, P.S., just by the way. If you're somebody who's listening to this and you struggle with feeling like you have to constantly prove your worthiness which with more and more accomplishments or with you know demonstrating that you're deserving of of love and of care and of kindness one you are not alone in that struggle merely by the fact that there are lots of other people who listen to this podcast which is all about self-worth and that I have a good amount of clients who I work with specifically on this topic but also we are not taught to kind of stand in 
our worthiness as, you know, something that we're confident in, that we value, that we cultivate. It's not something that is it is really socialized into us often from a young age. We're taught kind of these fucked up versions of, you know, humility or of, you know, nurturing and being caring to others and you know, really hyping up other people and making other people feel good about themselves in a way that causes us to kind of abandon our own sense of worth, our own sense of of worthiness. And so as a result, we get really good. And I mean, if you're listening to this and you're nodding along as I say what I'm about to say, then, you know, I know that you're my people. But a lot of us are really, really, really good at helping to affirm other people of their worth and helping other people to feel like, no, 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 my God, you're wonderful exactly as you are. And if you want to do that diet, that's great. But I just, you know, would really want you to remember that you're so beautiful and and whole and worthy exactly as you are. And you don't have to lose a single pound to, to show that, at least not to me. We wouldn't hesitate for a second to say that to somebody that we love And yet the way that we speak to and about ourselves, whether that's inside of our own minds, whether that's actually speaking those words out loud to other people, that discrepancy is so huge. And that's for a reason. A lot of us are socialized. I mean, a lot of the people who listen to this podcast, who I coach, who I interact with are women. And we are socialized to focus more on the needs of others that's just true to kind of make sure that others are are nourished and taken care of and that their needs are anticipated all the time and we lose the ability to do that for ourselves and then what ends up happening is that we sort of slowly create this belief and when it's reinforced by people around us this belief that you know our needs aren't worth attention And, you know, that when we're struggling with something, when we're having a hard time, when we need that support and reassurance that that's too much to ask, that that's like not on mission or on task, and that that's distracting from kind of the real purpose, which is to make sure that everybody else is taken care of. And so I do just want to say that with any of these things that we're going to talk about in this series, if you're somebody who struggles with this, if you are struggling to unlearn the idea that something isn't your job, And so today, if it's, you know, if hearing, you know, it's not your job to prove that you're worthy and you're like, holy shit, like I, this is a lot to figure out, you're not alone. And that's also okay. That's also okay. You know, this is not stuff that's easy to figure out. And it's, you know, nothing we, nothing we really talk about here is a quick fix, is it? (laughs) I, you know, I should... I feel like I should do a a podcast episode about like questions people ask me where there's like a really quick, easy, straightforward answer that's like solvable in five minutes or less. I feel like that would be a fun little change of pace. But none of what we ever what we ever talk about is really like a like a quick fix. It's all lifelong, deep healing work. Right. But really what this is meant to do is just affirm for you that. You don't have to prove shit. You don't. 
you don't have to prove that you're worthy. And if you've stuck around with me for any period of time, you know that I believe that you were born worthy, that you are worthy just because you're human, that you are inherently good just because you're human, that you deserve love and care just because you're human. And that having to constantly exhaust yourself by proving that to other people and feeling like you have to meet these ridiculous kind of like impossibly high standards and constantly be showing people, you know, that you can kind of twist and bend and conform to, you know, expectations of what your life needs to look like for you to deserve good things or for you to, you know, get the affection and attention that you want from people. That's exhausting. It's exhausting. And I also know that if you're you're here listening to this, it's either because you you know, are already a client of mine. It's because you are my mom and you love me a lot. Or it's because you have sought out this podcast for a reason. You've said, oh, this is a podcast about self-worth. And this is something that I struggle with, perhaps, or that I'm curious to learn more about because I would like to cultivate this more in myself. And so whether or not this is something that you've fully taken on as being your job when it's not, or whether this is something that, you know, you're hearing and there might be someone in your life who, you know, you're, you're hearing this and thinking about, oh, this person, like, I think really struggles with this. I would just say, you know, it's not anybody's job to prove that they're good enough. It's not anybody's job to prove that they have basic worthiness. And, you know, we learn that we have to prove that, that we have to hustle to demonstrate that. But if we can learn it, we can unlearn it too. And so the next time that you feel that pressure to kind of perform or to, you know, set some kind of externalized goal for you know, achievement in your life or to meet another person's needs or to, you know, do something that is that you think is going to make somebody see your worthiness, goodness, enoughness. Just take a pause and notice it. I would just invite you to pay attention to it as I do with so many things, just pause and notice it. Because what I'm not going to tell you to do is set a New Year's resolution to quit doing this completely and just like quit cold turkey. But what I am going to have you do is notice it and pay attention. And if you find yourself, you know, being somebody who kind of like sets those, those types of externalized goals, who, you know, is doing that kind of performing for others, to ask yourself why. If you notice that you're doing that, asking yourself why. What am I hoping will be the outcome of this? What am I hoping to achieve by doing this? 
What's the story I'm telling myself here? Am I excited about this goal that I'm setting? Am I excited to be, you know, trying a new diet in the new year? Or is there a story I'm telling myself about what's going to be true about me and my life after I do this? Just ask yourself those questions and do it with some non-judgment. There's, there is no judgment here. And if you count yourself as one of these people who feels like you have to prove that you're good enough, there's been enough judgment for you already. So just notice and try reminding yourself when the shit comes up for you that it is not your job. I think that's a pretty solid mantra. I think that'll be our mantra for this series. When these things come up for you, notice them and simply remind yourself. And you can start with your own name. So if I'm speaking to myself, I'm saying, Aubrey, this is not your job. Sometimes when I'm speaking to myself, I say this is not our job. Like I'm I'm me and I'm also speaking to me like there's a duplicate of me. Please tell me, I am, as somebody who advocates for you to to talk to yourself very often, I am also very curious to know for each of you what it looks like when you do speak to yourself. Um, So please feel free to let me know in whatever um, method of communication you prefer to reach me. Um, If you are like me and if you speak to yourself kind of as a separate entity or if it's if, if it's not that, like if you're if you're saying if you're speaking to yourself and you would say this is not my job versus this is not your job, like you're speaking at yourself versus this is not our job as if you're multiple humans, which is what I would do. Please try this. I hope that this helps. I hope that your 2021 is off to an amazing start. And I'm excited to share more with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please take a second to subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a rating or a review, and take a screenshot and share it on social media or with a friend who needs to hear a message like this one. I love the chance to hear from you and connect with you because it gives me the opportunity to remind you that you are worthy worthy of wholeness and happiness and just good things. So send me the question or the topic that's keeping you up at night or that you just want to hear more about. You can send me a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Aubrey Henderson and I can actually include any voice memos that you send me in the show, which I think is pretty bad. Or you can send a good old-fashioned written message from my website at aubreyhenderson.com. I'll see you next time, babes. Thank you.